Yo, 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 yo. What up, people? What's going on, bro? Good night of fights. UFC 269. Yeah, let's give it up. Dude, we have, have had back-to-back cards. Great cards in a row. Yeah. Two in a row. And the last card before that, everybody was like, oh, that card's going to be kind of whack. But yeah. you know what? At this point, like I said last show, at this point, I don't want even want to hear that anymore. I don't. That narrative is done. All cards are. The UFC product speaks for itself. Mm. Period. There's a UFC card coming on. It's a UFC fight on the weekend. It's gonna be lit. Right. No more. This card sucks. That card sucks. And this card is whatever. The product is the product. It's the best. It's gonna be fire. That's where I'm at with it. You could easily say UFC is the best promotion. Right. MMA promotion. Leader in combat sports. Exactly. Um, but people are going crazy over Oliveira getting the W last night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, we all expected it. This chat, this community, we knew what it was, right? We called it. <laughs> we did? We did. Oh, you, you didn't think Oliveira was going to win? No, I did. Yeah. Sorry, I was weird. Did, did I not think Oliveira was going to win? No, you did. So what, why you say it like that? Like, I was thinking of another fight for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I, after I you got, just It sounded like you got something <laughs> on your chest. You're trying to get off your chest. No, no. Get it off no, your chest. What? There's nothing. There's nothing at all. Um, I think <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I promise you. I was looking at a different comment, and then I I, I forgot what I was talking about. Honestly, uh, uh, no, Oliveira, that was a well deserving win, bro. He gets oh, Ooh, Lord, old oh, oh. how many gifted. how many Let's gifteds are those? It. All right, my man just gifted ten gifted subs. QT friend, much love. I believe is this wow. QT friend from yesterday that said if Pena wins. He's gifted. Oh, He's gifting subs. fifty <laughs> subs. You uh, owe for you owe us. You owe us what forty, my man. Well, where are they? We owe us forty. So I appreciate the ten, but just know you owe us forty. <laughs> Yo, Chef Boy Bergy with the tier one seven months in a row, my guy. We appreciate you. You already know we love all of y'all, man. Thank you. Well, you know what? Want to talk about that then? Fuck it. Amanda Nunes. Should we go right into it? Or like we, we got a lot. We got a lot of a whole card to run through. We but we do if you have wanna, a lot to talk about. Fuck, we'll skim over it and we'll come back. We'll come um, back. I will. I will say this: biggest upset in, in, in MMA history. history? Yeah, it's up there, possibly. I mean, will every will anything ever top GSP getting KO'd by fucking Matt Sarah? Yeah, that's what Dana White said too. You know, so um, I I don't know, I don't know, but it's definitely a big ass upset. But mm. you already know. I said bet the house. Hmm. It was a live bet, right? I didn't believe she was going to win. Right. But deep down, I did say, hey, it's a legitimate bet because she's a live dog. Go ahead and throw that bread on her. You're liable to win some money. Hmm. And, and those who listened, hopefully made some hopefully bread. Made some bread. Damn, I wish I should have thrown 100 on or something or anything at this I point. I mean, if you bet 100, how much would you have made? A guy bet 50 and made $350. Oh, yeah. Um, how about the guy that bet... Um, three hundred twenty thousand almost on Amanda Nunes to win, Mm-mm. just to win three hundred forty nine thousand. Ouch! And you seen the dude that lost that, that, that three hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, yeah. And then he, he could have won. He he bet like three hundred twenty thousand. It was like three hundred eighteen thousand. And he lost. He lost everything. Yeah. Ouch. That's tough. If you bet in that kind, I don't feel bad for him because if you yeah. bet in that kind of money, you, you got it, it like that. Imagine yeah. if he just did half on Amanda, half on uh, Juliana. Still would have came up. He would have came up. Still would have made his bread back. Yeah. But yo, oh, Lady Nasty, my boy, Lady Nasty. What up? What up? What up? And what now, up? Long QT time, bro. Friend again, another ten. Let's get it, bro. Um, yeah, bro. QT, you owe us 
What's that? How much you owe us now? 30. Look at him. Feeding for the subs. Yeah, he, he owes us. He was talking shit. Uh, right? If said, a, what'd he say? If Amanda, if if Juliana Pena wins, I'm gifting 50 subs. subs. He said, I'll do 20 more next month. All right. Just know. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> uh, yo, what up, Willie B? What up, bro? What up, Canuck? How's everyone doing? Hope doing well. But Yeah, what do you want to start off then? Um, there's there's a, honestly a lot of good fights. I guess we just get right to it. We don't have to go into the early prelims if you don't want to. Excessive with the bits. Appreciate you, excessive. But I do want to talk about, real quick, you were 100% correct for this lock, Aaron Blanchfield. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful, huh? Bro, That's, she dominated. That was like... I'm telling destroyed. you. Destroyed. Aaron, I think the thing with Aaron, she's definitely going to be a threat in the division. And it, and looking at her, there's nothing that jumps off off the screen to like jumps off the paper on you, jumps off the screen to you when you see her. She just looks like a a generic another fighter, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, um, her grappling and the strength that she possesses is it's something to behold. You know yeah. what I mean? Um she's definitely a legitimate threat and we're gonna see a lot of her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not pretty, but it's effective. Yeah, extremely. You know? So just get used to seeing her. I'm I'm gonna just put that out there. I honestly not. can see her just like unanimous decision, Elver wins just dominating in that division, just wrestling ragdoll sure. girls. And she's super young. Yeah, twenty two years young. old. Mad young. Yeah, wow. you know that's really young. Um, so yeah, definitely you're correct about that one. Yo, what's up, Lion Crusher? How you doing, bro? Um, any other fights in the early prelims you want to talk about real quick? Ryan Hall, Tony Kelly. Mm, real mean, quick, actually, you see Tony Kelly? He beat Randy Costa second round TKO. Did you see though? Uh, he drove 21 hours from Louisiana all the way to Vegas because he didn't want to like wear a mask on on the flight. I guess. All right, that's that's a bit extreme. I don't know if that's petty or that's just like dog. Like, yeah. just put a mask on. All of that, right? Just all of that. Like, 21 hours when you can maybe make it there in three, four. That hours. That tells me he's just fucking extremely annoying to be around. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. He's got to be fucking massively annoying to just be like, you know what? Like you're that stubborn, bro. Just, yeah. just put on a mask. This is your you're fighting. Like you're gonna drive 21 hours when you could do it in a day, but you'd rather just take that long just because a mask. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's extreme. But whatever, he got the job done. Honestly, <laughs> that's extreme as fuck. Yeah, bro. He, he got the job done. Um, <clears throat> uh, let me see what else. Nothing else. Ryan Hall. What do you think about that one? Uh Ryan Hall looked good. He did what he did. He did what he do, always does. Goes for the legs. Um, I was shocked that. Uh, I knew that uh, his opponent and uh, what's his name, Mimmer, Minner? Yeah, Derek Minner. Um, I knew that he was a good grappler, but I I just didn't think that he had what it takes to to compete, to against. compete against Ryan Hall in the ga- in the grappling aspect. I thought that Ryan Hall was just like a little bit above, you know what I mean? But the fact that he jumped in there and was slinging exchanges, I mean leg like leg lock for leg lock, slipping mm-hmm. out, escaping out of shit. Oh, that that was impressive. I didn't expect that from him. I thought that they were going to cancel each other out, and he was just going to try to force Ryan Hall to stand. You know, being that he knows that Ryan Hall's stand up isn't that great. Mm. Um, yeah, they both look good, but I mean, once again, Ryan Hall just doing what he does. Yeah, decision. Uh, rolling for the legs at all times. That man is a. I don't know. It's it's interesting how he fights. Honestly, it really is. Yeah, man. It's it's. It's his own style. Yeah, you know, it's his own style. Um, his he has that kind of style where you. He knows that he doesn't have good stand up, and uh, it's funny because last night I was we were talking on the if you guys tuned into the UFC channel, 
uh, Chase Hooper brought up a, a good point. He says that he uses that style in order to just make make his. He knows he's not going to be a good striker. Mm-hmm. He's accepted that. He's come to terms with that. Which is for me, I feel like that's not a good mindset. <laughs> but he said he's come to terms with that, and he's not going to strike with a striker. But he's going to find that one thing in the striking that's going to allow him to close the distance. Mm-hmm. You know, or something that he can throw. You know, that's why he throws those crazy kicks those and shit kicks, like that. Yeah. And he does that Imanari role that he can fucking shoot across the octagon with. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I feel like I have a similar concept, right? Like I always say, it's like never be all of a sudden become a striker, right? But at the same time, you still want to develop it enough. Not that you're going to abandon your game, but you want to develop it enough that to the point where it complements your, um, your strong suit. But mm-hmm. you still have to develop that thing to the point to where it's a legitimate threat, at least. You know what I mean? Where a person has to respect it. Because if right. somebody don't respect your stand-up at all, and they just, yeah. like, if they can just do what his last opponent did to him, just avoid the ground at all costs and just right. force you to stand up, then kind of fucked. Tough time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you said, that's exactly what we saw against Ilya Teporia. Um, what else on the early prelims? Andre Muniz did what he had to do. First round submission. He looked good there. Um, but... Like we said, Eric Anders on the pre-fight show took this fight, I think, on two weeks' notice. So, I mean, that's a tough one for him. But on to the prelims. All right, I don't know why these things are not popping up, mm-hmm. here, but I'm trying to get it to pop what, up. What, the uh, fights and every, or the um, picture? Yeah. It's giving me a hard time, fellas. Hold up. Uh, don't worry, people. You got some comments. Uh Chef Boy Bergy said the deadliest strike in UFC history, the Askren spinning back fist. True. Uh, that landed on, what's his name? Uh, Damien Maya. There we go. And right. Eddie Guerrero said Pen- Pena fucking did it. Canucks said Ryan Hall's... <laughs> okay. He said Ryan Hall's autistic jiu-jitsu paid off. Minner played Oof. into his game. He rocked him on the feet but still wanted to go to the ground. Low IQ fight. Is that autism? You think? Would that <laughs> no, that's not what I, you think that is. That's with, with Ryan Hall. I mean, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think so. It has <laughs> to be just like you think. You know, I think, but that's what makes him good. Lock your phone. What is going? on? <laughs> <laughs> bad. Um, but I, th- I think that's what makes him good. Mm. You know that that because I think autism plays a, a huge part in sport. And obviously mindset, you know what I mean? Because some people, when they have a singular focus or a singular way of thinking and everything has to be one plus one equals two, there's no like ism or concepts of things for people with autism, you know what I mean? It's just like super cerebral of like, this is how it's supposed to be. This is what it, in jujitsu, I think that's super um, helpful. In other aspects of like striking, I don't think that's good for you at all. You know, I think it's like the complete opposite. So I can see why you ever notice like real nerdy people excel in jujitsu. Hmm. You ever notice that? I mean, not really, but yeah. But so, if you ever notice that, like then like really like super nerdy people are usually are the ones who excel in BJJ. Um, I I can't say about actually now that I think about it, yeah. excel or anything because I don't. I'm not in the BJJ world, but like from being around some. Of it, like yeah, I would say so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the, what's the name, the Monkey King, the guy that twerks. Oh yeah, yeah, like people like that. I feel like because <laughs> jujitsu. Yeah, even if you look at like the Donaher Squad, all those dudes are just little nerds, just like yeah. just 
they're super uh just this is the way they approach the game is super cerebral john donahue himself you know what i mean super cerebral and like it has to be a certain there ha- there's always a formula you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas when striking the the knowledge is, is general right the knowledge is general but it has to be it ha- it's more than just applied knowledge you know what i mean it's like your own personality can come out in that thing mm. you know and it's all about repetition and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it to but the point where it becomes just, you. Are you talking about striking? Yeah. I feel like that's also natural ability and rhythm and movement. And all For that. sure, it is. And it does have to do a lot with rhythm. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like in jujitsu, there is no rhythm. There is no like, it's right. just like applied knowledge, yeah. period. You know what I mean? Whether you whether you have a little awkward thing about the way you move or, you know, in, 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 in boxing or, or kickboxing and striking, if you have a little awkward way about how you move you don't really have like rhythm if you're heavy footed have like heavy on your feet it's like it'll show in jujitsu it doesn't show because it's everything it's like we're on the ground right. you know what i mean uh kamara said the sequencing memory uh Canuck said look at joe laosan joe lozan oh lozan uh and chef boy said ben askren prime example yeah qt said gordon ryan the biggest nerd yep and you see it like and yeah, ben askren is a good example too he's very and it's funny when I hear dudes like that talk about striking, a lot of times it's like, it's wrong. It's like the things that they say are just wrong because it, they're looking at it from the BJJ lens where it's just like applied night. Like they think that it's supposed to be like, but one plus one don't always equal two, mm. you know, when it comes to it comes to those kind of stuff, you know? So um, anyway. Um. Excessive said he's fun to watch. He doesn't have a lot of time left in his career, in my opinion, since he's older and doesn't fight frequently, but he sure is making a good impression for specialists. He's talking about. And Canuck said Oliveira developed good striking for a BJJ. And Ooh. real quick, I'm not saying that BJJ's guys can't strike. Yeah. For sure. They are. They can. There's people that can. I'm just saying mostly. There's a lot of the nerds like excel, you know, just because of the nature of BJJ. That's mm. what I'm saying. Makes sense. Okay, let's talk about this fight that you have up right now. Mm-hmm. Jordan Wright versus Bruno Silva. Um, bro, right up this bat. I mean, they were clinching. Jordan Wright had him cl- clinch, throwing knees, um, and then just took an absolute massive right hand, like to the temple. Yeah, it was yeah. like it, it was like it was a two piece. Right. Yeah, and just fucked up his equilibrium. And he just as soon as he got hit, he just like wobbled away. Yeah. Um, he was doing well though. He's being very aggressive, mm-hmm. um, more than what I thought he would be. I thought he'd try to control the distance, mm-hmm. especially going up against a guy like Bruno, who's known for just dis- that ha- having that destructive power in both of his hands. You know what I mean? Mm. But uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good one. I was shocked that Jordan Wright was in a, trying to close the distance the for way real? he did right away. Dude. He was doing good early, but then Bruno just touched him with them with that bomb and like put him said, away. Yeah, bro, he just hit him and. Legs went out. As soon as you saw that, it's there's no. I feel like there's no no way. I feel like I think Bruno's gonna be a problem in this division, man. I mean, he's finishing people like it's second fight. Second fight in the UFC, second finish. Yeah. So he's looking good. He's obviously got huge power. Yeah. Um he's and willing to go in there and finish the fight and not be, you know, not I, trying to just get a decision or whatever. I think we see big things from him, man. I think we see big things from this guy. So how yeah. uh let's see. I'm trying to how many fights does he even have in his record? Oh, it's 22 sure. and 6. It's a lot of experience. Yeah. Especially for his only second fight in the UFC. He oh, is, been, look at oh, that this, run. This is his, that was his third fight. 
His third that fight. was his third fight? Yeah. But yeah, talking about on his was last three show. Three finishes? Yeah, three finishes. KO, TKO, TKO. And his fights before that, he's on a seven-fight win streak now, and they're all finishes. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, he has 12 knockouts, TKO, only three decision wins. Nice. So this guy obviously is going oh. in there and it's going to be a big issue. Good for him. Let's I see. saw I saw a lot of people saying possible bad stoppage on this fight as well. No, I think I think the stoppage was good. He was still from what I saw when he first knock got knocked down and fell. He was like trying to reach for his legs to like try and obviously he, he was, but he he was upside down and yeah. his his equilibrium was gone. Yeah, he, even if he even he was reaching, but even if he stood up, he would have been on bad oh, yeah. legs. There's no chance he would have. Yeah. Yeah, it was just about it was it was a good stoppage because if he got hit again, he would have been out and it would have been more unnecessary damage, I think. Right. Um. Yeah. People are saying it was late though, but there you go. Well, there you go. Two K says late, and it says good stoppage. I thought it was fine. Okay. Next up, we got um Sakai versus Tai Tuivaza. Augusta Sakai versus Tai Tuivaza. This is a fight that I picked Augusta to win. Mm. Um. Augusta seemed very tentative, though, out the gate, no? Mm-hmm. He came out, and he just immediately gave up the center to Tai Tuivasa and just started circling. Yeah. You know? Um, I thought that because of his, the volume that uh, Sakai throws and just the level of sophistication that he showed in the past, I thought that he'd be able to overwhelm uh, Tai Tuivasa. But that wasn't the case. He came out super respectful of Tai's uh, ability and power. Oh, yeah. And coasted on the outskirts, on the outskirts, and Ty took advantage of that and just pushed him against the cage. Was stayed in his face, looking for big power, and ultimately put him away. He landed some nice combinations, bro. Yeah. When he's back against the cage, he was landing some huge shots. I mean, a lot of them obviously connected because he went out cold. He was out for a while. Was it? You seen his leg? Yeah, bro. His le- his leg. Stanky leg. That's Rashad bro. Evans' status there. God damn. Yeah, his leg was. As soon as he fell, his was his left leg. Right? That's the worst because, like, you know, possibly surgery. Yeah, that's fucked. Exactly. You know, like, like something surgery. that could be completely avo- well can't be avoided, but like something that you just don't know. Like, you yeah. gonna wake up like shit. My knees hurt. Yeah, you know, it's like how did that even happen? Because yeah. he's not gonna remember any of that. Mm, that is t- how. What do you, you you don't remember? What like? I don't think he's gonna remember getting hit. The entire gonna, the, there's no pain. He's not gonna remember any of that. He's you remember gonna, like everything like right before it. I'm sure he'll remember the fight, but as he won't, he won't remember the punch. Yeah, <laughs> I know he won't, you're won't remember you the punch. Wake up and you're like, you're like, fuck. He's probably like, shit. Yeah. He, and when he woke up, he probably realized, like, damn. All right. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, well, that sucks. Um, but that yeah, tied to Ivasa looked real good in here. But I, I agree with you. Augusta Sakai did look like he was weary and uh, I don't want to say scared, but like kind of nervous to get hit, I guess, or to get yeah. touched with that power because. That's exactly what happened. He kind of played into Ty's game, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. just uh, respected the power too much and yeah. has never got his game off. But ultimately, I was happy to see Ty Tuivasa win because you already know I wanted to see that shoey. Of course. <laughs> and you know who threw the shoe to him. Uh, Steve. Yeah. Steve will do it, right? Exactly. Steve will do it. LLC. Um, those dudes are doing big things over there, bro. You saw he got Dana White a $300,000 van? <laughs> yeah, a head van? The, the Maybach wrapped it in Hollerhead? Bro, like how much money do you guys have? The dudes are fucking loaded up with bread, I bro. wish. I need to be that rich. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, that was sick. And the shoey, of course, is always legendary. I love that. It's it's insane how popular Tai Tuivasa is just because of that. Would like you do a shoey? I would do it. Yeah? But not this bit. That's gross. Not in Kobe time. 
Not COVID. You do the spit, but pre pre COVID, of course. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I was gonna ask. You know what? What? It's gonna get dark. What? Let it get dark. That's gonna get dark. No, 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 no. Go there. Come on now. No, it's all right. You already started. Chat says, "Say it." It's too dark. Just. It's too dark. It's too dark. I'm. Oh, they say Steve will do it. Gets his money. They get hella bread from gambling sites scams. Yep. People say scams. I knew y'all were gonna say that. I'm not even gonna touch that. Damn. But um, is that actually what happened? Dudes on YouTube. It makes a lot of stuff on YouTube. He gambles a lot. It makes a lot of money. Next fight, we got Pedro Munoz versus Dominic Cruz. This is a fight I actually did not see in full. I, uh, yeah. Um, Pedro I, Munoz actually hurt Dominic Cruz yeah, I saw, early I saw, on. Yeah, he got rocked. Yeah. Um, I gave the first round to Pedro, and then the uh, second and third to, to Cruz. Mm. Um, Cruz is getting old, man. Yeah. Cruz is getting old. The game is caught up to him, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he still has a great mind for MMA, but um, that style, man, that style, that awkward style that he has, I think that I, it's the style... <laughs> You know, the style is a is a good style for him. You can't emulate that. You can't. And you know how I feel. I don't think he's fundamentally sound. Mm-mm. Right. But I think that works for him for what he does. Um, but last night, I don't particularly thought, think he looked good. man. He's just throwing weird ass hooks from behind his back, like just dipping his head and throwing like, but he always fights like that. <laughs> yes, but it has yeah. gotten him so far in the pure previous era. Mm. This present era, that ain't gonna fly. Like imagine him versus like, Sean O'Malley yeah, would exactly. put him away. Yeah. I think so. Or like Peter Yan or something. Peter Yan will put him away. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It is very strange, but I mean, it's still working, bro. He, this guy's a legend, is he not? Absolutely. I'd consider him a legend for sure. Um, I saw someone, uh, yeah. Like, it's like someone. Clay Guida's a legend. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's never champion. Obviously, uh, Cruz. Dominic Cruz is, yeah. is more of a legend than, than he is just because of the he's, he's his status, but... Uh, skill for skill for being objective and just looking at the skill base he has a great mind i think but for him to put it out himself i don't think he's there uh shout out jose what's up mm-hmm. said 18 months up my fault i distracted phil oh yeah what's up i was with jose last night what's up bro oh you were uh, my yeah, boy jose over. oh i didn't know what up what, what up, up junior um appreciate the prime my man 18 months in a row long time right Long time. He's the first sub. First Damn, sub. That's awesome. That's actually crazy. It's him and Cam. Him and Cam. First, first or second sub. The all five says no. He wouldn't. Who are you talking about? You talking oh, about Sean O'Malley? I think Sean O'Malley and Cruz. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta look at it for skill. Here's the thing. Here's how. I, what I like about um, Dominic Cruz is the his. You know that that knee tap that he shoots from his lateral movement. I like the way he attacks off the lateral movement because he's never in one spot and he never attacks. Linear. All his attacks are him either coming off of an off of an angle. So the concepts that he has, I love that. Um, the takedowns will be a problem for Sean because he shoots them off of these angles. He'll like he's moving lateral and he he punches and then dips his head off to the side, knee taps, right? So he may knee tap be able to knee tap Sean and if he gets on top of Sean, I don't see Sean really being able to get up or or or, or deal with that level of wrestling, you know, or I don't know. We never seen him have to deal with something like mm-hmm. that. I think that would be the only threat that O'Malley would have to really worry about. But beyond that, on the feet, if it was an all-out stand-up fight, I think Sean O'Malley yeah. gets him out of there easily. Yeah. Finishes him. Well, not easily, but he gets him out of there. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
Um, I'm excited, though, to see what is next for both of these guys, honestly, because Dominic Cruz is, seems like he's still trying to go for that, that Bantamweight gold, right? Yeah. Would you say? Now he's ranked at seven. Is He he was nine, and now he's seven? Yeah, he can easily um, be in the mix now okay. after a fight like that, no? Maybe one more, and then... Yeah. I mean, who else can he fight leading up to the belt now? Um, he could fight uh, Aljamain or the... He can fight the... Well, Al just got Peter Yan. Yeah, I'm saying he could fight the loser of that fight, maybe. So Aljamain or Yan afterwards. Or how about like him versus Sanhagen? That's another good fight. Yeah, that's another good fight. That's another good fight. Because Jose Aldo says he wants uh, Dillashaw. I think he gets that. Yeah. And then that leaves Sanhagen open for (sighs) Dominic Cruz. Salud. Dominic Cruz versus... I'm a little under the weather, Rob Font. Oh, yeah. Rob Font is good. He's a little sick. Everyone say... Thoughts and prayers. We love you. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> uh, Someone asked about if we talked about Ponzinibbio and uh, Neil yet. We have not. We'll no, not yet. That. We're still on the. We're still on the. Yeah, prelims. we can move on. We'll get to this last um, fight right here. Chef Boy Bergy said, "I don't want Sanhagen fighting a number seven. Ooh, another Ooh. banger. A fight that everyone was looking forward to was Josh Emmett versus Dan Ige. Great fight. Great fight. Um, super." Cl- Close fight, in my opinion, closer than what the what uh what the judges made it seem. Yeah, the, someone gave it a thirty twenty seven. That's I honestly though crazy. that thirty twenty seven was. I wasn't mad at it, but it, I feel like it could have been closer, mm. you know. But here is the thing: Dan Ige had wonderful footwork. His, I, you could hear his coaches giving him the blueprint to win. And listen, it's easier said than done. We could all sit here on our couches and say what the fuck ever, including me as a fighter. It's easy for me to sit here and say whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the key to victory, you heard his coaches giving it to him. Uh, Dan Ige was like, listen, get on that jab. Mm. He he really abandoned his jab. And, I mean, he started at some points and it looked good it and it was doing him yeah. justice. He has great footwork moving backwards. Josh Emmett could not close the distance. And the only way he closed the distance was – him throwing hooks coming forward. And Ige was super respectful of Josh's power initially, which is, you know, which is understandable rocked, yeah. for sure. But I feel like that jab was was very underutilized from Dan Ige in this fight. Hmm. And I feel like that's what lost him the fight because he could have he cruise controlled this fight, I think, hmm. and controlled the pace by not looking for so much bombs. But it's in Dan Ige's nature, it's in Josh Emmett's nature to just throw... Back. Heavy bombs to put each other away. You know what I mean? These dudes are, are killers who want to want to get you out of there early. So um, you just don't know anything else but to, but to kill a motherfucker. You know what I mean? But when he did jab Dan Ige, it looked beautiful. Yeah, you know, and he, he really he, did. He controlled distance well. He has good footwork. Whenever um, Josh Emmett attacked, he, he slid out of range beautifully. Mm. Came back with his jab. He was jabbing going backwards, jabbing going forward. Um, but I think he just started a little too late with it. And then he got away from it sometimes. And he, he got rocks in that first round. I don't know if he fell or, but uh, he got hit pretty hard from Josh Emmett. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said that, uh, yeah, Dial said the knockdown of the first round was more Ige being off balance. I rewatched it, landed on his guard. Mm. So he did a good job of reversing it. Yeah. Then he gets strong as shit because yeah. he basically just underhooked that, that leg. He was on his butt and just stood up with him and just reversed <laughs> him. I'm like, damn, that's a strong motherfucker. Impressive stuff. For sure. Um, a very close fight, though. Yeah, really, yeah. really close fight. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this fight for sure. Um, yeah, what's next for Josh Emmett? 
Uh, he's what ranked number seven, so up in the lightweight division for him, I guess. I mean, I'm not too sure. He fought a guy behind him, number nine. So I guess let me let me pull up the lightweight rankings. Lightweight UFC rankings. Okay. We can. Wait, what? Oh, what am I saying? Not lightweight. Sorry, featherweight. Uh, I was going to say Giga Chikadze, but he's at seven also. Arnold Allen, Calvin Cater, Korean Zombie, Yair, Brian Ortega. Who's, who's Giga fighting? Giga is against Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater, okay. So that those two are off. Maybe him versus Korean Zombie? They're both coming off wins now. That's fair. But what is the Korean Zombie ranked? Four. Think he would want to fight number seven? True, he did just fight. Who did Korean Zombie fight last? Who the hell did he fight last? Wasn't that wasn't it Ige or was it someone else? Oh, uh, I think it was Ige. You're right. Yeah, true. So already did fight back. Well, matchmakers got their work cut out for them. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. Chat. Any suggestions? Yeah, someone said TKZ. Uh, of course, Two K called me a casual because I said lightweight by accident, and not featherweight. Um, yes. Watch my six six eight says. Oh my God, Calvin versus Giga. Yes, sir. That fight has been announced. And that, that you see that poster? It's kind of sick. It is sick. It's like neon colors. No, I'm a fan of Kelvin. Yeah, and Giga. Yeah, that's a tough fight for both of them to see. I kind of I, I feel like Giga's gonna win that. I think Giga does too. Giga's gonna win that, <laughs> but it's like, damn it, I think he does. That's a good fight, man. Um, okay, should we get to the main event or main the, event. the uh, main card? Let's do it. All right, next up, my favorite fight on the card. Mm. Um, Sean O'Malley versus Raulian. Is that how you say his name? Raulian Paiva. Yeah, Haulian. Haulian Paiva. A facility BJJ just subscribed. My guy, my guy, facility was good. Appreciate you. Um, bro, this fight pretty much went exactly how we all thought it would go. Um, Dude, yeah. It, it, I mean, people that still doubt Sean O'Malley and are just like, it's weird, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. At it, this point. And I think people get attached to these, uh, these emotional things. You know what I mean? And and MMA fans need to learn how to be objective. I think, and just just take away your emotions out of it. Take away how you feel. You know what I mean? Mm. And just look at a person for if you can't recognize the skill, then all right, it is what it is. But yeah. look at just skill for skill. The dude is the dude is nice, man. Yeah, it's. You got to give him credit where credit is due. He's Ex- talented. Like, extremely good. He's very good. Yeah. This guy is very good at what he does. And it doesn't matter. People are like, well, well, he's not fighting anyone. This guy was a good fighter. A lot of the guys that you like that came up in the rankings, right, when they were not fighting anyone before they got to where they are, they didn't look like that. They weren't doing that to, their, to the guys that they fought. Mm. But then when they were just winning. And then when they got to that point, they just wanted they, – they kept winning, right? So – you got to give credit where the credit is due. I think that just because of, you know, the flashiness, the the, the trolling and all this shit. And I, I think people just don't like that. Mm. But ultimately, if you strip it for down and look at it for what it is, if, you, if you're looking at it for skill, this dude is highly skilled. Yeah, 100%. And it's very easy and obvious to see. And it's also not like, it's also not like um, this guy's a scumbag too. Like, like in... You know, has a huge ego and like talking shit to everyone. If you watch his interviews... I feel like, like he doesn't talk shit. Dude, he, not at all. Like, he's just like... Talks, you know, I don't know, not normal. Yeah, like normal, like yeah, like how he feels, and 
like ha- people just don't because of the, again the flashiness, mm. the 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 outs being outspoken, the um you know he does a lot of things outside the marketability. He got that dumbass six nine tattoo on him. Yeah, that's kind right, of right, which was that was weird. But uh, all the other shit, listen, it is what it is, you know. And people like to get emotional and attach themselves to fighters and shit like that. Where yeah. you know, just look at it for the skill. He's he's a big star. Yeah, he's, he's a, a skilled guy. Uh, did you see what he said about DC though? No. Um, <clears throat> he said to DC in the post fight, or like in, when he's in the media talking to the media after his fight, basically was like, told DC not to say stupid shit. He's like, don't say stupid shit because he heard him talking about how in his fight before that uh, he was looking up at the clock to see like how much time is left. <laughs> and he said that he he was like, oh, he's tired. He's looking up at the clock. That DC was saying that, and he's like, I'm not tired. He's like, I'm. Just, I'm looking up at the clock to see how much time I have left to see if I should damn. empty my gas tank. DC's a nail right guy. now, huh? Yeah. And that's, what, that's what the guys, one of the reporters says. He's like, damn, DC's getting it from everywhere. And he he literally said, he's like, yeah, just don't stay stupid shit. You know, but it is what it is, man. That's what DC does. He's there for the color commentary, right? Um, he sees things through the wrestling lens like we spoke about last episode. That's just DC, man. Yeah. DC, he's the champ, so you can't argue with it. And it's funny because you go against I think people are starting to see. And I like DC as a commentator. I think he does a good job. But also, he sees things through the wrestling lens, and it's a lot of comedic relief and all that stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, maybe should just be a little more like tone it down. Yeah, but I don't mind it. I just think that he sees things. He says a lot of wrong things sometimes, <laughs> just because he, he sees it, it through the wrestling lens. He says it like he's so right, though. Yeah, but he says a lot of right things too. But that's just again, that's the whole fucking commentary, bro. Like people, we're always gonna have a, an opinion on the commentary. Yeah, I mean, on a lot of people hate Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And no one most people, him. almost everybody, hates fucking uh, Dominic Cruz. I <laughs> 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 so it's like, you know who no one hates though? John Anik. Yeah, he's he's the best. He really is. He's a goat. And time for John Anik. Uh, Dial 5 said he's not going to have a great time in the top 15. There's too many durable guys there, and he's going to lose that battle. All right. For, why don't people like that style of fighting? Why do people feel like that style of fighting is not... People just... I don't know it's because it's not something you see on a regular, right? Whereas people never give that style respect until you got to do so much. Whereas if a, a wrestler comes on the scene, like a, a, a fucking European wrestler... Comes on the scene and he Back mauls up. somebody yeah. one time. They're like, oh, next champ. This dude is the fucking best. He needs to fight the champ right now. And it's like, yo, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, what are you talking about? You know, because he mauled one or two guys. Like, then you see a guy that's been consistently winning in that imp- impressively moving, dancing with a little sweat. People are like, oh, that style. For some reason, people <laughs> just don't respect that. That's not easy to do. Yeah, That is not easy to do. So I, I just don't, I, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. I couldn't tell you either. Maybe it's just like look at Adesanya. You know how long people hated us. Oh, he's gonna get cooked. He's gonna wait till he fights a wrestler. Oh, this dude sucks. Like he had to prove himself for for however long before people started respecting this dude. He had to fucking damn near clean out the division first in order to get some some real respect. And it's the same thing I think with with this kid O'Malley. You know what I mean? It's like obviously he's not there yet. He hasn't fought the high high level competition for sure. But if you look at it for what it is, man, the dude is skilled, and there is people in that division that that is ranked that he will do the same shit to. The style, he's so long and rangy for the division, the big, yeah. and the way he moves, people are going to have a hard time dealing with that. Mm. Not to say that there's not someone that could grind him out, for sure. 
Maybe. Same thing with the champ. Not to say there's someone that could grind him out for sure. Mm. You know? But I think styles make fights. Ultimately, styles make fights. And if you stop attaching yourself to the, the isms and the things of the fight game and just... If you know what the fuck you're looking at, if you know it's skill and you recognize skill, look at it for what it is and you can see if someone has it or not. Which Sean O'Malley definitely does. Um, oh, also last night my cousin said uh, that when he watched your fight, mm-hmm. he instantly saw Anderson Silva in you. First of all, I'm going to tell you this. Macho <laughs> boy! Because oh. there's no man in me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no, no! Shout out, shout out to Jose, man. That's my guy. Uh, actually, it wasn't Jose. It was, uh, it was my cousin. I miss. Oh, yeah, it was it my other cousin. Oh yeah, I met him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, he just randomly said it too. I was like, you know, that's funny actually. That's your favorite fighter. But you see what? Anderson Silva is my favorite fighter. But also, he was another guy that got a lot of shit early on when he came on the scene. Like, ah, oh, this guy. So this guy, he hasn't fought anybody. This guy's gonna beat him. This guy's gonna why? <clears throat> Because people just don't respect the kind of striking. But you know what they love? Motherfuckers that go in there and just go to war and they just put their fucking chin down, both bury their heads in each other's chest and just start slinging. And they be like, this guy's the GOAT. Yeah. This motherfucker's the next champ. Woo! You know what I'm just saying? Bleed. And it's like, what are you looking at, bro? Like, what are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> I, I I just never understand it, man. But the fuck do I know? Right? You only just fight in the UFC. Yeah. That's it's it. weird as shit. Yeah, Canuck said that's how all Gaethje fans be like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gaethje's the best. Like, Gaethje, I love Gaethje. I'll watch Gaethje all day. I'll watch it fucking. I, yeah, Gaethje was fighting every weekend. I'd watch yeah. it. I'd, yeah. I'm a Gaethje fan. But that's 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 the not, style ain't it. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's not that's it's not the guy. I mean, he has he has something that you can't teach. You know that heart and the determination and the way that that grit and just that mindset of you know I'm kill or be killed. Got to have some of that, but. I'm going to say this, hot take, two different divisions, skill for skill. Sean O'Malley is way more skilled than Justin Gagey. Mm. I mean, it's true, though. Yeah, but people people are just, they're just weird about it. I don't know why it, it's, I guess it, it's, I guess that comes down to sports culture, right? You have your team or you have your guy and then I guess it's it and then you just go out. I guess it's like us and Rose, right? Rose can do no wrong, <laughs> right? So I guess yeah. it just it just comes out to sports culture. That's it just is. what it is. It really is. You just have your team, and it's just like fuck it. If we crash and burn, we Ride crash and, and burn. Yeah. It is what it is. So I'm gonna just argue to the fucking moon about it. But it's like, dog. Sometimes you just gotta be objective and look at things mm. for what it is. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's asking a lot from the MMA community. It is because that, it's that's toxic. Maybe too much. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on after this fight. Shout out Sean O'Malley. Real deal. Beast mode, not up for discussion. Thank you. Kai Carr, France versus Cody Carbrand. Yeah. That's up next. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Um, what, what? <clears throat> Take it away, my friend. <laughs> Take it away, bro. Uh, first of all, did we see Cody Garbrandt when he got rocked, egging him on, like waving him on <laughs> as he's backing up? Come on. Yeah, that is probably. Don't you say that's such that's like such a bad or like people do it often, but it's just such a bad thing. What do you mean? I mean you're just clearly hurt. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, he got, he obviously hurt. The best thing to do if you're hurt is just shut the fuck up. <laughs> just shut the fuck up and try not to look like you're off balance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, try not to f- look Don't like you just tripped or some shit. Just, yeah. just, just. Don't point. Yeah. Nothing. 
Just look at them because the first thing if somebody you hit somebody if I hit someone the first thing they're like, yeah, I'm pu- I'm on their ass. Yeah, you I know. am on your yeah, ass. You you're coming on that ass. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey yo, hey, yeah Fuck for yourself, bro. There you go. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but just stop. Don't do that. But hey, every, each each his own. I think you know everybody has their style. But um, yeah. Right, what do you think about that fight in general? I mean, what do you think about? I, I don't think 125 is good for Cody. I, I honestly really like Cody. Me too. I, I liked when he was champ. I, I mean, that was awesome. Uh, but I, I think this is going to be real tough for him going down to 125. I personally think he needs a fucking complete overhaul on his style. Yeah. I think he needs to go back to his wrestling roots. Mm. Um, big power in both hands, explosive, fast. And, you know, I always sound redundant. And y'all know I'm the jab Nazi. So let me get some jabs in the <laughs> chat, bro. Let me get some jab emotes in the chat. Like, dog. Uh, the dude is all hooks. Mm. He's all hooks. And, and and that's what gets him knocked out a lot of times in transition, you know. But this time I didn't really see. He didn't really get caught in transition. He just pretty much got hit. Got rocked, yeah. And just got sent back. But um, I think he needs an overhaul. Originally, he's a wrestler. But he knocked out a lot of people on his way to the title. And you know, very explosive. feeling, yeah. You know, but damn, man! I, I Do we it's, when the fight started, he just gave up the center and just started coasting. And listen, the guys fighting good guys. Kai Car France is good. Rob Font is good. Um, Pedro Munoz is good, which you beat. But um, but still, man, I, I think that he he coasts against the cage. There's a lot of technical things that that's, that's going on that needs to be worked on. Yeah, and yeah. again, I can sit here and say what the fuck ever. I'm not in his camp. I don't know what he's doing in the gym, but when he comes out there. It looks a certain kind of way, you know what I mean. Yeah. But when he's in the gym, he for all we know he could be look phenomenal. And he changed his camp with Mark Henry, yeah, and all that, which I thought was going to be good for him. And remember what I said to you when he made that change. His next fight is going to be very telling mm. with Pedro Munoz. Mm. And the fight when the fight happened, what did we say afterwards? I was like, well, we can't really see if he made any changes for real because how did he win the fight via fucking right hook, <laughs> massive hook, massive oh, hook? You know what I mean? So we didn't really get to see. Any of the developments and the things that he was he was working on. So, and then the next fight after that, he fought Rob Font, who was fucking very good, who actually has a great jab. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was also hard, you know, to judge him. And then now this, so he's he's on a skid, but I, he, I don't I don't see him going anywhere yet. We, we he stays at one twenty five. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if that's like to deplete himself that much. Him versus Sean O'Malley. Uh, uh, what would happen? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think Sean O'Malley gets him out of there. I mean, that's what I was gonna say, but I like Cody too. So. But if if Cody won, if let me see what Chat's saying. Chat, Sean O'Malley versus Cody. Uh, watched Rush first time viewer Rush one three eight. He lost to Munoz. Yeah, he oh yeah he lost to Pedro Munoz. He beat a Sunciao. A Sunciao. That's who. That's who knocked out. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Pierre said Sean might put no chin out. Not gonna lie, O'Malley right. hurts him. Hey. All right, so now. That y'all say this. Had he won last night, would y'all say the same thing? I don't know. Because things change depends <laughs> on wins or losses. You know what I mean? Because we don't look at, like, a fighter for his ability. We just look at, like, the landscape. Yeah. That's how we judge fighters off a of landscape. Yeah. You know that. Mm-hmm. MMA culture, we don't look at um, fucking ability. It's like, you're only as good as your last fight. Mm. So You're winning the fight, the entire fight, but... Yeah, Doesn't matter. Say, no, yeah, everyone's saying O'Malley. Still, yeah, all right, they're gonna say that. 
I wanted to, if I can go back in time and ask the same question <laughs> before that fight, it'll be mixed reviews. I guarantee it'll be mixed reviews. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, what's next for Kai Carl Franson? He keeps going up. Number six ranked flyweight. I, Kai Carl France versus Manel Cape. Manel Cape is he ranked? He's not ranked yet. He just won his first fight in the UFC. Mental Cape's not ranked yet. No, he's he's gotten fights in the UFC. I thought he his first that's his first win though. He just had his first win. No. Yeah, but he was like he was two and zero. Oh. He was zero oh and two. I mean, no way. Really? Yeah, Mental Cape was zero oh and two. I believe. Cape won two in a row now. Canuck says. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say I thought he was winning. Mm. So what is he? Let's two see. and two now then. He might be because he started off zero oh and two. He is. Yeah, he's two and two. Okay. I, I don't think I think Car Car France is a little ahead of him, no? Yeah, he is. He's ranked seventh. I think I think Car France is in a mix of like title contention type talk, like top five, you know oh. what I mean? Top top four, top three type fights. Wow. Title eliminator type Ooh, fights. There. Yeah. Because um, who's at one twenty five? I mean, that's the thing though. Like guys that get ranked at one twenty five in their first fight in the UFC. Second fight in the UFC. You know what I mean? So I think he's already there in that mix. That's why I thought I thought Menel Cape could have been for that reason alone. Um, Dal says Kai versus Pantoja, maybe. Pantoja. Um. Yeah. All right, let's move on then. Next up, a fight in your division: Jeff Neal versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. Good fight, man. Yes, this such a good was fight. Very good fight. It was a very close, super close fight. Uh. I could have. I honestly could have seen go going either way. We get them both out of there. Yeah, we get them both the fuck out of there. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You said it, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was a great fight. It honestly was a good fight. Um, we both we had Jeff Neal going into. I think most of this community I had, had, I had Jeff Ponzi Neal going in. Oh, you had Ponzi? Yeah. All right. I thought. I honestly thought he was gonna take this one. What made you pick him? I don't know. I just. I just. I feel like. The whole situation too with Jeff Neal leading up to it could have been yeah that made me a little shaky yeah that's what I'm too. saying that was like really weird the whole situation because we didn't even like hear the full story or anything about it yeah. so I don't know how that was gonna play out for him with this fight it was just two fucking tanks man two dudes who just it was will versus will you know what I mean they just kept coming forward and they just kept throwing their, their game one would get hurt and the other one would get hurt and then it was just like it was rock'em sock'em robots yeah. you know what I mean. Um, Jeff Neal was a lot more tighter with his punches and shit. They were playing that uh, the eye pokes, <laughs> the knee, the knee, uh, the the groin shots was a little weird. Yeah. But um, they were playing that that lead hand fight, you know, that orthodox versus uh, southpaw fight with the lead leg, and they were playing a lot with the lead hand. But you know what, man? <laughs> there was no, there was no real like feints and no cells in this fight. You know what I mean? There was no. <clears throat> There was no setups to anything. It was just somebody was just going to go, and they just went. You know what I mean? It was like heart versus heart, yeah. and they both showed massive heart, you know, and massive determination, but ultimately, Neil got it done, but. It was very yeah. close. It was cool. It was a cool fight, but you know, styles, styles make yeah. fights, bro. That's a lot. Styles make fights. And you enjoyed this one because it's in your division. I enjoyed it, but. How are you looking at this fight from the outside? Like you said, you, you, you finished both of these guys? I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Is that uh hold on someone oh, oh QT wow. friend with ten more let's ten get it more. bro all right that boy now he, he's up to thirty let's go bro <laughs> all right yeah. QT you you dead the debt the debt is paid it's all right bro appreciate you my man much love two K says Randy body bags Ponzi at the Barclays Center at UFC two seventy three 
Mm. Damn, this is two case mass specific. Yeah. I love it though. <laughs> QT friend said, man, Fook Nunes. <laughs> Canuck said, Randy might fight Neil down the road. I can see, see that? that happening. Yeah, do we see I, I, either either Jeff Neal or Santiago Ponzinibbio. Yeah, they're both they're both uh, tough guys, man. They're both you know super respected uh, veterans. They've been around. They've been putting in work, especially Ponzi. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I remember when Jeff Neal was was not was hard. It was nobody wanted to fight him, and he was trying to fight. You know, I remember I actually DM'd him, you know, and I, and and told him you know that I'd fight him, and uh, it was the fact that I was unranked. I mean, he didn't want to want that fight because I, I was unranked. But he, as soon as I get ranked. I know he would he would have loved to fight me as well. Did he, he responded saying that? Yeah, well, super respectful guy, yeah. super nice guy. You know what I mean? But um, I, I think styles make fights. Mm. I think styles make fights. And and what I've what I saw from from both of these men last night, I think I got the style to just pick them my apart. style. I'd pick both these dudes apart. I would love to see that. So I think you do see either of these guys down the road. Hope so. Let's see. Canuck says I think Randy's movement gives Neil trouble. Yeah, he's kind of. Costello, at least you can appreciate the honesty word, right? I appreciated that. Yeah, that's true. All right, next fight. What we got? Actually, what's next for Neil? Um, what is he ranked at now? He's the twelve. So if we go up the welterweight rankings, he is Hamzat, Bilal, Kiesa, Brady, Neil Magny, Jorge, Wonderboy, Vicente, Leon. Burns, him Kobe. and Brady would be good. Sean Brady, yeah. So that'd be twelve versus number eight. Yeah. How do we see that going? Your boy Sean Brady. Brady with the grappling man. Brady's a motherfucker with the grappling. So doesn't Neil grapple too, or did I make that up? Oh, he's strong, but yeah, it, he's, I, he's he's more of a striker. Yeah. yeah so um. Yeah. UK says chaos. I want to see him fuck up someone with no footwork. <laughs> yeah, him versus Chaos Williams would be crazy. That'll be like yeah. it'll be like him versus uh Nico Price. Remember that fight? Mm, yeah. They both like dropped each other at the same time. They were just <laughs> they were just doing, doing it. it. That was insane. I feel like same thing with with Chaos. Chaos, they'll you know they're gonna sit there and just it, yeah. and just bang it out. They'll but I feel each like each other to fight. Yeah, that's how the girls <laughs> uh, Nunez and Pena looked last night. They were just doing it. Oh yeah, we're gonna get there. That's next, next actually. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that I think that uh, a fight with Jeff Neal versus Chaos, I think Chaos, I think Chaos has that big power that could catch him, but I also think that uh Jeff Jeff is more clean mm. and probably gets off more punch combinations. Mm. They'll probably get him out of there. Uh I asked this in Discord a couple months ago. Do we Chaos Williams said he sees himself uh I forgot exactly what it was. I don't know if it was like top 5 in like a year or two, he said. Do we think that? Do we see that? Chaos Williams up there? Um, For sure. If he keeps putting on the performances that he's been putting on, 100%. You, you don't think, other, like, fighters in the top 10, say, can pick him apart? or? I think he does well. It's just, again, styles make fights, man. Of course, there's guys that he can beat and there's guys that can beat him. Styles make fights. It just depends on who he runs into. Mm. But he definitely could could be up there. That's that's what a lot of guys right now. I mean, look at uh, Daniel Rodriguez is another guy that's that's killing it. You know what I mean? He... D Rod can also he can he could he could easily make it be next year being top five, but again, depends on who he runs into, mm. you know. Um, that surgery he's got. Yep. Also, that's he he, up his hand. he's gonna change. That's also gonna alter his game. You know that, that he spoke on that, saying that he might have to change his style. Um, 
who knows, man? Who knows? Also, who else? Well, now we got Kevin Holland at welterweight as well. Mm. He can also um, change the landscape a little bit of the welterweight division. But I feel Styles make fight. Ultimately, Styles make fights, and it depends on who runs into who. Mm. You know, um, just pray they don't run into me. Hmm. There you go. That's it. Um, just a question. Uh, don't drag me if it's stupid. I was just gonna drag say, her chat. No, don't drag me. I was just gonna say, you think if Neil lost, people would have used that recent arrest against him or held that against him? I think it would have been a talking point. One hundred percent. Honestly, now that I think about, it, I am kind of glad to see him win after that too. Yeah. He basically, like shut the people. And out. then it would have been on a. He would have been a th- what? That would have been a third loss in a row for him. Uh, I think. And then, and then you know, then it would have started the argument of, oh, he's done, he's this, he's alcoholic, yada yada. You know, MMA world is an interesting world. Dude, they were they were chanting alcoholic at the weigh-ins for him. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But, but we don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had a situation. It is what it is. And yeah, that, he was on a two-fight losing streak. That would, be, that would be three in a row if he lost that one. Yeah. All right, next up. Next up, the. Uh, Possibly the biggest upset in UFC history. Amanda Nunes loses the belt to Juliana Pena. Uh, bro, this one was... First of all, they were just going at it, swang and bang. Like I said, this is um, this is sort of like what happened with Amanda Nunes and... Uh, uh, Chris Cyborg. Do you remember... Oh my god, here we go. Do you remember? <laughs> I'm just saying. There was somebody in this room that gave Pena a chance. Mm. There was a person that believed in her and thought that she could slay the giant. And that person is? This guy. <laughs> Randy Brown. This guy. This guy gave her a chance and thought that she might be able to win. Fucked up part is I didn't pick her to win. <laughs> But I gave her a chance, and I felt like she could have she could have gotten it done, and she was a live dog. And fuck, man, she did it. They basically stood in front of each other and, and just, just fucking. And I and I felt like Nunez's game plan failed her way. because she said that I felt like, you know, when you know you have power, and you know that nobody's fucking with you, mm. right? So said, yeah, I know. And, and I said, and then I, like, She's like, wait then, a minute. No, I don't know, actually. I don't. And then the kombucha growl was like, mm, actually. <laughs> but the thing is, sometimes a fighter that knows they have power, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm confident getting into this, bro. I'm confident just sitting down and slugging it out because I know I could take one of your, your shots. But I'm 100% sure that you cannot take one of mine's. And... That that's what that was, man. That's ultimately that that's what that was, and it failed her because she was wrong. Yeah. Pena could take a shot, right. and not only that, she could give one too. Yeah. So they both were hurting each other back and forth. But um, the champ gassed, the champ gassed, man, and and when she got taken down, that she gave that her back instantly. Wasn't even in. It was it was in the hooks weren't in. I felt like she could have fought a little harder, but you know she she was like, gassed. She shit. was gassed. Do you think because? People spoke about a COVID being a possible situation with that. I've seen that as a huge talking point on the web. I don't know. For me personally, when I had COVID, my experience was different. Everybody's experience with COVID is different. Um, so I can't speak to that. But maybe just her lifestyle now, man. And and listen, this is all speculation. This is nothing for us to 
take and run with. But do you think that maybe it's her lifestyle, her having a baby, and just She's, she seems to be very much into that world yeah. of you know. Like her family, her family. Yeah. It seems like she's like ah, we could possibly see her retiring yeah. soon at some I, point. Honestly, you know what I mean? Because that wouldn't surprise me. Everything I see is all about her and her baby and her family, and you know she retired her wife, and you know what I mean. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like when when that's the case and you're not all in, that's a dangerous game when you're not all in and you it, it'll show. Mm. You know. Uh, Canuck said, "I feel like Nunes didn't train as hard for this." Watch my six 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 said, "Has Nunes striking defense been exposed?" Nah, she just just banging, bro. She's just banging. It's not even defense. She chose not to defend. You know, I don't think that her it was exposed. Like she was trying and getting fucked up and just getting caught. Yeah. I feel like she just threw that shit out the window. It's like you know what? I'm gonna just lean on my power. I know I got power, and that's what I'm gonna lean on. Mm. But it, it failed her. Yeah. You know. Also, I mean, bantamweight. She's more of a featherweight fighter. Yeah, I, I'd say that's really truly where she would shine. If she had to be a one division champ, that's that's her division. Yeah. So now the problem is now that Kayla Harrison is going to be in the UFC, mm. so she has to go back up now to her division to that other division, right? Mm-hmm. What happens there with that other belt? She has to fight Kayla Harrison. Mm. That's a tough fight. That's her teammate. That is a very tough fight. Mm. You know what I mean? So does she retire? The plan was, here? I think that for Amanda Nunes, was plan was to defend that belt. And possibly vacant gather belt mm. or fight her teammate for a huge mega mega Purse. bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh 2K said same thing with Roy Jones. Changing weights constantly fooks with your cardio. Um. <laughs> Dial five said Nunez just bad, sadly. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh Timmy Shu says she took her gloves off gloves off. I thought she was gonna retire for a sec. Uh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, speaking of that fight, we're talking about Nunez, man. Shout out to fucking Pena, bro. Yo, for real, yeah. Shout out to Pena for believing in yourself. And listen, nobody gave her a chance. And remember, even us on the show, we we're kind of like, no, she coming out very unlikable. And we said if she loses after talking all talking super spicy, extra spicy like that, you know she was gonna get cooked up, mm-hmm. and it, they were gonna put her in the back of the line. They were gonna bury her. We ain't never gonna see her again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she believed in herself. And she was very confident, and that's why she was talking spicy. That's why she could talk spicy because you know what? She, you got to believe in you before anybody else would. Mm. Well, so shout out to her. She did that. She, she really did do the same thing. So honestly, uh, new champ and new and was motherfucking not ex- new. Not expecting it, and like I said, when Dana White was asked about if this is the biggest upset in UFC history, he said it's up there with this, this fight and Sarah and GSP. You seen your man's? Uh, Kiesa? <laughs> oh yes, what? bro. <laughs> Hold on. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he got like dragged out by police. He yeah. injured himself. They bust his head open, us his face or his eye oh, when I he jumped pull, over the cage. I or pulled some it over shit? here. Kiesa injured after rushing cage to celebrate Pena win. Dragged out by police. He was escorted by police trying to storm the cage to celebrate her win. I like, bro. You saw the video though. <laughs> like, it's on, he, like, it's on the, the pro and the bro uh, Instagram too. Yeah. That was funny. That shit was hilarious. What the hell was he doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I'm kidding. I think he was just I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah, he was drunk. Oh, this is what Dana White said. How do I say this without embarrassing this guy? He had a little bit too much to drink this evening. When she won, he freaked out, tried to jump into the octagon and fell down on his face, cut his eye and bruised, busted his eye open. Then was arguing with the police that he needs to get into the octagon and be with her because that's his teammate. 
He said it's all good now, though. It's not as good. <laughs> that video of him sprinting is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he was happy. Yeah, Shout oh, out yeah. to him. Yeah. You know. Shout out to Pena as well. Maybe his mom called him or something, so he had to run away. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that shit's hilarious. Um, so now, and new Juliana Pena. That's it. Hopefully, we see that uh, a rematch. Know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, she already said that she's already offered a rematch for Amanda. So, all right, let's do it. Let's and do it. So, are, what are, y'all picking her in a rematch? I don't know. Shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's Yo. see. And we made fans of something else. Yo, we all picking for a rematch. <laughs> We're going. With it. I guarantee the odds will still be like minus 500. Yo, 100%. Watch Nunez go in and gets it done the second time. People are going to be hurt. All yeah. the gamblers are going to be fucking hurt, bro. For real. I'd stay away from that. Look at Jose said, Pena, easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Next up, man. Do Brogs. Yes. Do motherfucking Brogs. And still, Charles Oliveira beats Dustin Poirier by submission in the third round. Dude, we have seen Charles Oliveira so many times getting rocked, getting hurt, getting knocked down, mm-hmm. and then come back in, win the fight by submission or by TKO or KO. Bro, this guy is an elite, elite fighter. 100%. 100%, man. Uh, it's it's honestly so cool seeing his, like, his, his rise, man. Yeah. And it's, it's super inspirational, you know. And for fighters, I think even more so. You know, and anybody could take it and apply it to their life as well. But, I mean, for the fighters, it, it got it. You got to feel for the dude, man. You got to feel it, you know. Stay the course. Mm. That's what I'll tell you. If I had to take anything away from that, that's what I'd take away from it is stay the course because this may be a little hard for people to understand, right? But there comes a point in your career, right? But every I know every fighter will go through this at some point. And it can, two things can happen. You can, you get to a point where you win, lose, win, lose, and you just become, you're in the UFC and you're just there. And you, you 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 win, and you lose, but then you win, 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 and you lose, you win. You never quite, you even break, like guys even be in the top 15, but they never quite make it to the championship level. And they kind of just accept being in the UFC and being a UFC fighter. Mm. They kind of just accept it, and they just like, and then, then they start to lose. But what got them to the dance, they start to lose that fire, that same kind of work that they was putting in to really grind and to get to that title. They kind of just pull away from that, and they kind of just accept who they are, and where where their position is, and they just they don't train as hard. They just show up, and they they still may do well, and they still around. They still have great reputation, and they still be killing it, but they just never really worked as hard anymore. Mm. They stop putting in that work that they used to put in to get them to the dance. So they're ta- they're just living off their talent and just residue work. They still putting in work, but it's not as much. Now, there's the other guy. The Charles Oliveras, the um, the Dustin Poyers, yeah. um, these are the guys that never shy. No matter what's happening in their career, they pick themselves up every fucking time, over and over again, and they continue to put in the same amount of work. Mm. They go to all the practices, they grind, they're still learning, still evolving, and they're still pursuing to be the best in the world. And they just stay the course. They literally just stay the course, and they continue to grind. And it's literally all you have to do. If you have it and you got it and you know you got it, you know that you're good enough, continue to stay the path. Don't get discouraged, man. Stay the path. And ultimately, you will become champion because the other guy is not going to stay the path. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much it. And that's what I took away from that. So There you go. 
I mean, that's tough now for Dustin Poirier, though. He it ain't that tough. That path, but it, it ain't that tough, bro. <laughs> Trust me. His bank, his bank account is yeah, nice true. and fat. It ain't that tough. True, honestly. He, he's, he's doing well. Um, but I saw something crazy. Charles Oliveira, his first 18 fights in the UFC, he was 10 and 8. His last 10 fights, 10 and That's 0. what I'm saying. Stay in the motherfucking course. Yeah. 28 fights in the UFC. And yeah, he's 10 no, yeah. I mean, stay in the fucking course. Keep grinding. He changed his camp, too, you know, and just. Looking to develop, man, and just kept staying the course. Whereas some guys just accept the position and just fall back and just accept being just a dog that people just know and know that they're a dog. You know what I mean? Like, and I and this is no shade to anybody, but a guy like Jeremy Stevens, guys like Bobby Green, you know, those are guys who I think just accepted their position are, in the yeah. game and they're not trying to learn anymore. They're not putting in that same amount of work. They just like I'm here for a bag, and and there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Because this game is, is if you know that it's, it's taking a toll on you and this game, it's not it's not built for everybody. Everyone, yeah. You know what I mean? But the guy who can who can turn it into their lifestyle and make those sacrifices and just continue no matter what happens and just have full commitment, those are the guys that you got to give them their respect, man. Mm. 100%. 2K said, bro, if Charles moved his head, it would make his life so much easier. He takes so many Talk unnecessary shots. That <laughs> Talk to him, 2K, please. shit out of me. It talk... Dog, somebody, my friend texted me this morning. He was like, bro, I feel like, I feel like uh, Charles is going to go on a, a tear, like defend his title for like eight, seven defenses. It's going to be legendary shit. I see nobody beating him. I'm like, yeah, I don't see anybody beating him either. I'd love to see that, but fucking hell, man. If he get hit by Gaethje, he dead, mm. right? So he, he needs to bend those knees and get into some boxing and start moving that head. It's true because he takes a lot of unnecessary rock, punishment. Yeah. I was shocked how he just took it to fucking Dustin. Dustin is a downhill fighter. Mm. Dustin is a volume guy. Combination, combination. He, he'll pour, he's he's a dog. He's in the pocket. He he's gonna go. It's gonna add up. He's gonna grind you. You know what I mean? With with, with strikes. Whereas I I was surprised that he that uh, Oliveira actually took that approach with a guy like that. You know what I mean? He he kind of like outgrinded the grinder in a sense. You know what I mean? On the feet, but it got him in trouble mm-hmm. a lot of times because he was playing that game. A guy like a guy like Dustin, you don't want to play that game with him. You want to stay on the outside, and and especially you have the reach and height advantage. You know, pick him apart. Look for those setups and those big strikes. But he didn't. He got right in his face and fought him in the phone booth. Mm. Um, and then ultimately got the takedown and got the sub. That's what I thought he should have done from the jump. But from, yeah, from the get go. <laughs> but again, yeah, still got it done. So he's a beast. shout outs, shout outs, shout outs to both men. For real, he's a beast. Uh, I like Charles Oliveira a lot. He's got a whole bunch of fans now. I would say. Um, 100%. But for Dustin Poirier, that's tough. Two times fighting for the gold, UFC gold, uh, coming up short. He spoke. He was asked about it, and he said, "I." He said, "I do believe I could still, you know, get back, you know, pick myself up, get back, get those fights, get on a winning streak, get back to fight for the belt again." But the question is, do I want to do that? See, he did it. Y'all seen Fightville? You ever seen Fightville? I no. I, I know. I always talk about it, but I think he's earned it. He's earned it. That's like, all right, man. If you want to retire, go ahead. He, honestly, just though the McGregor fights too, yeah. two, uh, obviously the two ones wins over him. He could have retired after that and been fine as well. I feel. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah, he he'll, he'll be doing well. He'll be fine. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a huge star. Um, who's who challenges for the belt next? Justin Gaethje. Because I think that's I think that's what yeah. it is. And Gaethje said he can't wait to break his face, Oliver's face. Oh yeah. 
I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good fight. Uh, do we see that happening? Though? I don't know. I don't know either. What do we think, uh, people? I mean, I tell you what. If if Charles Alvarez marches in his face the way he marched in Dustin's, <laughs> well, he might get his face broken. He might get his face broken. Yeah. Um, Canuck said Poirier versus Nate Diaz, one seventy. Ooh, that wouldn't be bad. Make some no. money, another money fight. The money division. Yo, for real, right? Uh, Canuck said Gaethje ground game so bad. Alvarez strangles Gaethje. Yeah, if he takes him down, but Timmy Shu said, I think Justin's submission defense is suspect, but also Alvarez is going to get hit. So that's another f- hard fight to call. I'm always going to go with Du Bronx, though. Same. And 2K said, Arizona Hillbilly gets strangled and taps like a bitch. Wow. <laughs> mm. Feisty. Um, what we got on news? Uh, We don't really have too much just because last show we did it. Our last show we did, we went through all the news, but I'll post them up right now. Next next Sunday, we got a card next Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, on Saturday, it's that's the dog. Saturday or Sunday, that card's gonna have, fight's gonna happen. Oh, it's Saturday. Oh, uh, hold on, let me see right now. It is Saturday, December eighteenth. Okay. Well, you want to go talk about that fight real quick, or the? No, nah, I was just thinking. There, uh, oh, we got the Monkey King on there, Jordan Levitt. Does he twerk? Let's see. I oh, know you're excited for that. I am. That'd be a good one. You throwing your dollars at the TV like this? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Let me let me talk about some UFC news or anybody. If anybody has any news as well, that'd be appreciated. It out. Just recommend a raid. Um. Yeah. Who who do we want to raid then? Also. You see Gaethje and Oliver hug each other. Backstage. Backstage. Yeah, I did actually. It was like two kids. Like being forced to hug each other, <laughs> like well, I don't. They didn't need to hug, and Oliver was getting a lot of respect from former champ too. Habib tweeted at him saying congrats and all that. Um, I think a lot of people are realizing he's definitely the real. Yeah, dude. I feel like this win here definitely solidified him and and as a real, as a real champion. Yeah. You know how it is. You got to defend your belt once first because he wasn't really getting a lot of a lot of love as a champion mm. before. You know what I mean? It was kind of quiet. Yeah. But. And his, not to say his path, or his, not his path, his uh, championship fight was against um, uh, Chandler, which a lot of people thought was kind of suspect because he just came from the UFC. Yeah, true. So, um, but he has a resume. Finished Dustin Yeah, he yeah. built it up from behind from before that. Yeah. 2K brings up a good point. He says, 2K news segment, um, question mark. <laughs> I like it. 2K, he brings us the news? Yeah. All right. Yeah, have him report or have yeah. him report the news. We'll, Some we'll, headlines. We'll zoom, we'll zoom him. Or he could, he, could he doesn't like in. being on camera, so. Aww. He's a little, you know, shy. he's one of those little weird kids that in the little back baby. of class that are just. We'll get him Aww. on camera, get him reporting the news. There you go. I like it. You have to, you have to <laughs> use your like most official voice. Actually, no, we need you on video. You have to wear a suit. Have a green screen. Have a yeah, green screen we need you to you. wear a suit. Don't be like DC. Do your homework. Yeah, exactly. No, we know. We know. Two K does. Two K definitely does. We his know. Two K does his homework. It says no to IRL dudes. <laughs> All right, chat. Yo, we appreciate y'all, man. Much love. Thank y'all for tuning in with us, gang. Yes, great card last night. Yes, yes, excellent card. Um, we will see you guys on Friday for the next card. That is Dawkins and Lewis. Ooh. Um, I think Kyle or Chris Dawkins takes it. Quick one, but yeah, you love you some darkest. Mm. Ayo, you said mm? body boy. You said mm? 
<laughs> he said, mm, and then went, ayo. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to play. He tried to act like he wasn't with it. Man, I right, y'all. Much love, man. Thank y'all. See you we guys see later. You guys. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Do you guys last